Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe. As always, I'm Amanda and I am joined by my superb co-host Erica. Some of your doofy, (laughs) goofy, but reliable co-host most of the time. I like that. Um, and then, of course, we are joined once again by Amy, who we all love and adore. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hey! <laughs> Hooray! Um, so, let's see what has been happening this week of COVID dating. Um, we need a count, like a, a time stamp or something, like the year is 2020. This is day 327 of self-isolation. <laughs> Oh yeah, my actually, god, yeah. Year what? is 2020. This is day 10,000 because this year feels like it is dragging on forever. It's March temper 38. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is crazy that we started this podcast in like what, Erica, like March, oh, April? Jesus. I guess like yeah. Yeah, the and bef- like the like after the before times. <laughs> after the before times, but like right in the beginning of the after the before times. Mm-hmm. And we are we're recording in September. And, Which is I mean, six yeah. months into the before time. I'm sorry, like you're gonna have a hell of a time like trying to edit this. I didn't even interrupt, but yeah, six months plus into the before times is where we are. If that helps. That's nuts. Oh, that was ableist. This is wild. I can't believe it. I'm keeping track in terms of how long has it been since I've had a haircut. And I I snuck in a haircut right before we went into lockdown back in April. Like, I literally got my haircut the day before they locked everything down. And that was the last time I got my haircut. So this is, I've, I'm going on almost six months of not having a haircut. Yeah, I just got my haircut. I had gotten my haircut in March, right before the shutdown. And then I just yesterday, I got my haircut. And my hairstylist was like, okay, I know you want to grow your hair long. I'm not going to cut very much. And then she was like, ooh, yeah, six months is a long time. I got to cut more than I <laughs> planned to. I'm like, oh, no. But that's okay. Well, but we are here to talk about the wonderful world of COVID dating and online dating. So I do want to hear what Erica has been up to. So what's been going on, lady? (laughs) Well, madame, um, I'm actually, I've got a little bit, I'm going to tie this in for a non-paid semi-sponsor thing. Um, I did go out with the person that I'm currently have had more than one outing with. Um, We saw a tenant the most oh. recent yes which is good first of all i am the least cautious of us both or of, of all of us here um i'm the one i'm like oh i went out i saw some dude i met a line in real life <laughs> so cough cough don't get too close to me um but not that this person was but uh, he's just like would you want to go see a movie and i'm like I'm pretty sure nobody else is going to go see a movie, so I will actually go see a movie, which is refreshing because before COVID, if you asked me if I wanted to go see a movie out, I'd be like, no, because everybody out there is a jerk. (laughs) And now that's COVID and nobody wants to go out, it's 
just like the quarantine, like, but with a movie theater as opposed to like traffic. Like there's very few people out there. It's glorious. I would 100%. And there's so much space and there's so much like wanting to make sure everything's like scrubbed and sanitized and everything. I took a picture of our seats. Um, actually, I take that back. That would not be like technically correct. I took the picture of seats next to us because we took the tape off our seats. But I don't know if you remember like way back in day, like the toilet seats would have a little tape over that said sanitize for your convenience. Oh yeah. We went to um, local suburban, local chain movie theater. And this was like the bistro section, which means that you had the like the reclined chairs. And back in the old days, you could push a little button to have a server come, but they don't have servers come out anymore. You either order and they bring it like at this, or you, you pre-order in advance, so they bring it to your seats that are assigned to you, or you go up to the concession stand, which is what we did, and you go up and you order it, and then they bring it to your assigned seats at that point. They actually look at your phone and be like, okay, that's your reservation. We're gonna bring your chicken tenders and your sliders and your french fries, because we ain't fancy, it's still a movie theater, to your seats. But it was a weekday movie, even though it was like the premiere week or two, I don't, it's probably been out for a week or so um, at this point, but there's probably like, I know there were other people in the theater, but it was kind of nice to have them bring them out or whatever, but it was interesting. So yeah, they have the sanitized for your safety little thing. They, yeah, exactly. So yeah. as opposed to being on a toilet seat, like in all days, it's on your like leather seats and you pull it off. And I have to say, this is a total sidebar, but um, I took my hair because it was, you know, like recliner type thing. You could like push a little button. You can put your feet up. You could like put, you know, I actually put my hair up on the chair of my, uh, my recliner, which I would never do before COVID because God only knows the last time someone even thought about maybe wiping this down, you know, but because it's COVID time, like I know for a fact that shit was squeaky clean. I can fucking spread out. If I was, and forgive forgive me, my listeners, I'm gonna go a little blue here. If I was <laughs> butt-ass naked, I would totally be comfortable sitting butt-ass naked on those leather seats in a public place because I know they've been wiped down. So uh, <laughs> silver lining COVID, thank you, I guess. And also I would, I would, I would totally say go, if you don't think it's going to be totally very full, I, I would feel 100% comfortable going to go see a movie. So this is uh, really exciting to me because I, I love going to the movie theater, unlike you, in pre-COVID times, like in the oh, before I times. I, Fuck everybody. I, went, I hate people. So, I, yeah, this is great. You hated it. I loved it. <laughs> I watched the movies by myself all the time. I had one of those movie passes where I could see, like, unlimited movies a week, basically. And so I really have missed going to the movie theater. So I love what you're saying about the cleanliness. That's cool. I'm I'm on board with that. But like, how many people do they allow like in the theater? Like, do they mark off some of the chairs so not everybody can sit in them, or is it really they would seat to full capacity? Well, again, I just because, and this is like a poor example, just because it was a midday showing, uh, and it wasn't like the premiere even week or whatever of this movie. I can't say. Um, but 
I would think they would have spaced them out if there had been more people. Like, the people who were behind us were more, like, up in central. Like, the, the spots we took were our assigned, because it was assigned seating. So yeah. I would imagine, but I can't vouch for them, I would imagine that had it been a full house, with it being assigned seating, if people actually obeying their assigned seating, there would have been a nice gap. Like, the, rec- the double recliner next to us would have been empty, but... The one after that might have had somebody. So okay. um, so it was still, like, I mean, there was maybe literally five people in the whole thing, you know. And, and again, it's a small, like, suburban cinema-type multiplex. It may have seated, like, between the, like, the fancy bistro recliner seating. That might have maybe sat in normal times about... 50, 40, 50 people, and then the regular chairs behind us, but because everybody's afraid to go out, also it was a weekday, there was maybe about 10 of us in there, max, you know, and who knows, the people behind us, I didn't really go get up and go, like, peep at them or whatever, but I would imagine they were, they were spaced out appropriately, so. So, were people wearing masks? No. Now, once you sat down, it's kind of like the same with restaurants. Like when you walk, when you walk into the theater, like the minute you walk into the theater, like the front doors, you're masked. Like you order your food at, like the concession stand, you're masked. You walk to whichever particular theater, number one, number five, number eight, whatever, you're masked. You walk to your seats, you sit down, you're unmasked. Like in our case, since we had people bring the food to us, they were masked, we were not. You know, but it's it's kind of the same thing as restaurants. Once you sit down, you can unmask because I guess the theory is is that um, You're that's your, your little happy circle of like six feet, feet. and like if people are walking up to you, be like, hey, what's up, bro? Like not masked? Like you're on your own? Because I got right okay. to not be masked. So yeah, I I. I worry about it still being like in an enclosed space, I guess. Mm-hmm. Possibly. You know, and, that's yeah. that that's what makes me wonder about like asked about the masks because I feel like yeah, but I mean I've often go to the movies where I'm the only one in there because I just go at really off times. So it might be something to consider trying and then I can always leave if if I feel like it's not COVID right. safe. Or if it's a shorter film, like again, like God bless <laughs> Christopher Nolan is genius, but that shit was really long, and I couldn't imagine being masked the whole time. But I mean, if it's something where it's a mask that you're comfortable with wearing for on the on the semi regular, or you know, you're just okay for that that seating, or you're not going to a three ish, or at least it felt like three ish hour movie <laughs> yeah. uh, the whole time, then you're good. I feel bad. You're recording all this. We're talking about movies. Like, we're supposed to talk about dating. No, but you're stuff. talking about, like, date. Like, this was a date. Yeah. You yeah. and I. No, so, this like, was people might be wondering about, like, if they can go to the movies for a date. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you... I would say if you're going to do a social distance movie date, I would obviously not do the recliner thing, you know, or at least book your own that's, like, one separate over or something. But if you're doing, like, normal movie seating... I think you'll be fine just because again, a lot of people are like, eh, not too, not too keen on going to theaters right now, but at least maybe you could be like, all right, I booked the seat number like 18 for me and seat number like 20 or 21 for you. 
you know. Yeah, I mean, I think I would feel if I was getting to the point where I was like, let's go to the movies together. I think I'd sit next to them. That would probably like for me be we're not staying six feet away from each other anymore. I'm more worried about like the other people at that other point. People. I think the yeah. other people are worried about you guys, you know, and vice versa. That again, that was my experience. This is my one time experience. I mean, I can go to some other movies. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, 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 and for research, back to yeah. people were like, hey, let me trip over you, like, you know, like old school, like pre-COVID. They're like, yeah, my seat's next to you. I'm going to trip over your legs, and then I'm going to put my jacket on top of your jacket, and then it'll seat between us, and we're going to cough through the whole thing. <laughs> I will let you yeah. know if that kind of thing happens, but for right now... Yeah. That this doesn't we, seem to be happening. We are guinea pig. We are guinea pig, Erica, and like let us know. I because well, it's like it's funny. I was talking to my brother. We're both. He's a really big James Bond fan, and I really love, um, especially the um, Daniel Craig James Bond movies. And so the last Daniel Craig one is coming out, and like, I mean, I've never not seen one of them in the theater. Dude, and, we um, saw the so I was talking to him, and, and I was like. like well, Sorry, go ahead. I was like, maybe we could like buy all the seats, just like kind of rent out like a theater, <laughs> you know, and like, like go with the people who like we do feel comfortable sitting in a theater with at least. Um, cause yeah, I mean, I want to see that on the big screen. And I'd like to go see that too. I, I am also a, I, I am also a James Bond fan. And I yeah. also especially appreciate the Daniel Craig versions. So count me in for this when you okay. decide to do it. I will I'm have not to a, see I'm it. not a super. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep cutting everybody off. I apologize. I'm not a super. I'm like Craig. I I appreciate thoroughly appreciate his James Bond, but I'm not like oh my god. But like he and I were both sitting there. We're both like God damn. We need to see this shit. You know. <laughs> so maybe and Marcus Theaters like they're like like our beloved local chain that bought out our recent chain that we actually really loved but we're learning to adapt y'all learning um, to adapt yeah yeah learning to adapt but they're just like they were shamelessly like we will i mean they were talking about like if you want to have employee appreciation movie night if you want to have customer appreciation movie night for your religious thing like and they kept it pretty generic like we don't care yeah. what religion is is as long as you all pay us we will rent this theater out for you all we don't care yes like the movie <laughs> and all of you know the performing arts like all of those kind of things like where they have audiences they are going to be so hard for them to bounce back from this covid yeah. so yeah i mean and i'm glad to hear how how Seriously, like they're taking the cleanliness and everything. So I'm intrigued. I want to learn more and see if maybe I can get back to the movies. But let's hear a little bit. You really kind of like snowed over the fact that like you're seeing yes. this guy and just started <laughs> talking about the movie theater. Like what? What's this? What's going on? All right. So I mean, the thing is, I was going to talk about all like my, you know, how like some of these uh, music compilation musics will be like greatest hits but then if they're going to be wacky like devo they'll have greatest misses and i was mm-hmm. going to do my my greatest misses which was more of a 2.0 of like uh of our last podcast because i still had some leftover like <laughs> okay. a busy bee honestly but uh so I'll skip over the misses like if we ever do like a like best of or outtakes or a criterion collection <laughs> <laughs> of, of, of let's swipe 
then that'll be part of it. Okay. But um, so this particular gentleman who I have not yet developed a nickname for um, came after a strain of the, especially the last gentleman who was just like, I really don't want to like be pen pals. I just want me to in real life, AKA mm-hmm. pretty much looking at a bang. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. So nudge, nudge, we, we nudge, nudge indeed. And so this gentleman came along and like, he been, I saw him, it was one of those, like, he liked me and I was just like, ah, like kind of cute and is really dorky and like, God help me, he's probably gonna see this one these days. So, hey, first of all. And second of all, like super dorky sort of way. But he was like nice and polite and entertaining and like funny. And I'm just like, I, you know, after the bullshit, I'm just like, sure, dude, whatever. What what what's your story? You know? So one of the things that like hooked me was like this promise, or not promise, but this uh this way that he phrased it, but essentially it was like, hey, you want to go to, and I'm going to semi-edit this, like, because now that we know what our fair St. Louis, but, <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm sorry, Amanda, I'm sorry, I'm going to edit this, okay, okay, I'm not editing that, that's gold. Our fair St. <laughs> Midwestern City, it is a, um, semi-private but open to the public like natural natural preserve right like it used to be you just like just rolling up there but now you gotta get tickets but just because they want everybody bumping around there so but what he says to me is let's go to this 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 reserve this this privately owned like natural reserve park and we'll go for a walk and then we'll have cinnamon rolls. And I'm just like, I didn't know that this place was known for their cinnamon rolls. Is there like something, you know, is there some sort of secret, like better call Saul, like (laughs) Cinnabon, like, you know, secret, secret lair that I don't know about because maybe there is, maybe after you go hiking, if you're super, you're super awesome. They're like, here's these beautiful cinnamon rolls as your treat, but you have to be like in the know. And he's just like, no, I'm just going to bring cinnamon rolls if you decide to go there with me. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And then he's just like, oh shoot, wait, like, because now because of COVID, you have to have, you have to get reserved tickets. And it, because of this particular time of year, it closes because of dark a little bit faster on the weekdays as opposed to weekends. And so I'm like, no, 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 we'll just go, perhaps some weekend so he's just like how about the local sculpture park and i'm just like he's like i will still bring pastries because it's implied to offer ladies pastries and then not come with them and i'm like ah! a little bit um, yeah that's so. cute <laughs> it was super cute so i'm like sure dude whatever so we made to the local sculpture park um and he does in fact bring local pastries and we do have a pastry, donuts in this case. He had a cinnamon roll, but apparently he's got a sweet tooth. Like, I mean, not so much. I had a donut, but I already had dinner. I'm like, whoo, I'm good. Also, I, I'm pretty sure I outweigh this dude. And I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, eat a bunch in front of him. And we go for this walk. And 
He's so nice and he talks so much. I think he talked like, and I'm like, is this like him just being a little nervous or is this like really him? And part of me now thinks that like it's 85% really him, but, um, but just chit chatted, but it was just like fantastic chit chat. The weather was beautiful. It was a nice walk, complete gentleman. Like when he was trying to wait for me to come out of my car so he could offer me his hand. And I'm such like, I lived on my own and I've always been my own person for so long. I'm like, he's like him holding his hand out to be a gentleman is actually like screwing up my shit because I'm like trying to jump on my purse and get my keys. And, everything. and now I'm going to like, do I, do I take his hand? Do I not? And then like, I end up, I put, always put my sunglasses on the top of my, my head, you know, when I'm not actively wearing them. So trying to deal with him and like my purse and my keys, all this other stuff, I knock the glasses off the top of my head because I have to like readjust for some dude, like sticking his hand out, trying to be all like nice, like, so, um, which I guess is kind of a humble brag in a way, like not <laughs> trying to be a deal about it, but anyway, super nice. Like it ended up, we talked forever and we've since been out in real life, like two times. One time was actually Shell Park. I was a Cinnabon type Cinnamuffins yeah. or whatever. And then, uh, and then going to go see this movie. So nice. Yeah. So three dates then. So three, three dates and more to come, apparently. Nice. nice. That's awesome. So what do you meet him on? Which, which app? Uh, okay. Cupid. Okay, yes. and then how long did you guys chat before you met in person? I would say about a week or so, but like a lot of chatting. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, cool. Nice. That's awesome. I'm like yeah. Super stoked about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living vicariously through you guys, so. Well, I mean, not through me because I'm not doing anything. I mean, I barely even been on the sites, and when I do, like, I don't know, I, I just need to to start. I think just saying like, Hey, let's go meet in a park. Let's just go. Cause like, so I was chatting with this guy who I think I talked about last time where like, I wasn't really very attracted to him, but he, he has a lot of cool things going on and he's, and he wrote like a really cool message. But then, so like I replied to his message last week and then he sent me like, like six long, like he sent you a thesis Yes. And I'm like, I can't even respond to this. And then I tried to respond to it and I responded a little bit. And then he wrote me back and I was just like, I feel like if, if we were talking, it'd be fine. But like on, on the screen, on email, like I just, and my, my work is, and I know like you guys work in jobs where you're used to looking at screens all day, but like I am not. And so this change, it's just like a lot for me. And so the idea of being on the screen more is just too much. So I, I'm almost like tempted to this week, just be like, Hey, I know I haven't been on the app very much. Do you just want to go for a walk and um, meet? Because it's never going to go anywhere on the app because I'm just like, there's no fucking way. Legit. Just be upfront and say, I really want to talk to you. I just don't have a lot of, you know, just be honest with them and say, you know, I don't have a lot of bandwidth and brain power or however you want to, yeah, yeah. I want to phrase it. Um, yeah, because and then there's actually another guy who um, also like 
I think he ha- maybe has more potential, like, for me to find him attractive. Like, I think he's an attractive guy. I just don't think he takes very good pictures. But And he had a little bit more humor. So I think I need to do the same with him. So I don't know. I mean, if, if they're even, they may have moved on by now. Because, like, honestly, they texted me. It's probably been not a full week, but almost. And they probably just think I'm ignoring them. No, um, like you'd be but, surprised. Like there's yeah, people but, who like I walked away from like a particular platform and then came back like a month or two later and they're like, oh, hey, what's up? And I'm like, really? Yeah. And they're like, sure. I'm like, okay. I think you know? anything yeah. goes right now, honestly. Yeah. There, there are no precedents right now. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be right. So I guess that will be my, that will be my homework um, for next week. <laughs> is to um, try to, to meet up with at least one of these guys. And, um, you know, even if we just, gra- you know, go for a quick walk, um, just because, like, I, you know, I, I know with Bond, I was like, oh, I love the, like, this, the way we slowly do this. But it's like, fuck that, that didn't work anyway. I just need to meet people immediately. Like, I can't do this. I can't, I'm just done. I'm so done with, like, looking at screens. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So, Erica, anything else from the, about this guy? Um, okay. Nothing. I mean, well, you know what? And I say nothing, but, like, within the first, like, by the time the third outing, it was just, he's just like, I'm kind of not going to talk to anybody else. And I'm like, I'm going to kind of not talk to anybody else either. And we'll just see how Wait, this where, goes. Where, how, Erica, every guy that you meet in person almost... It's like within two dates, you guys are like, yeah, like we're in this. Like, how do you, like, I don't understand. Like, but yeah, but you see, my quickly, like, the other guy's like, like, yeah, like, I'm so into you. How do you do this? It's just sort of like, again, because everybody's super, super flaky. And you're actually like physically here. Let's just give us a shot. But then you see me two weeks later, I'm like, or a month later, I'm like, it didn't work out. Or, you know, so, I mean, it's like a salt. But again, my success record has not been stellar. It's not like, and then we got married and blah, 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 and whatever the fucking metrics for success is. I'm like, yeah, we hot out and it was great. And then bullshit happened. And here I am again, restarting my fucking social apps. So, like, it's just, I got out there and there were some, a lot, to use baseball terminology, there are a lot of swings in the mess, a lot of them. And then there's one or two. And, and like, and these were guys, I'm like, uh, I mean, he's kind of cute, I guess, in a kind of dorky way, but he's funny. And I'm, I'm just going to, I'm like, I'm just going to go on one day. I mean, what's the worst that, that can happen? Either I get killed or kidnapped. Or we have a great time, and then he's just like, hey, would you like to do this thing? Or like, or even I'm like, hey, would you like to do this thing? And we're like, sure, let's just see where this goes. I mean, that's all it is at this point. Also, I'm probably more likely to like get fucking COVID and die than you guys, because I'm like, they're like, let's just set this table together, even though we just made each other. I'm like, okay, you know, so that's what it is. It's like, yeah. I'm not particularly bright and a little foolhardy 
And so that's how this happens. And it happens so far to be panning out pretty well, but I've got burned really badly before. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like um, what's a, not surprises me because you're awesome, but it surprises me because online dating sucks so much is just like how well it does seem to go, even if it doesn't pan out, like how many good kind of like first and second and third dates you have. You're, you see, like you don't, you don't talk very often about actually meeting something, somebody in it, in, out in person and it not going well. Yeah. Right. Like even if it doesn't end up well, it doesn't seem like you have too many dud first dates. There has been some, and like actually that Amanda, blink blink blink, is a lovely segue for like what was going to be my outtakes uh, session, or just like I'll just go over it briefly. But I did have at least besides like the weird one where I was just like, oh, you're eccentric. Like, how do I get the fuck out of this a little bit? But I was just like too intrigued uh, okay. to like leave right away, which we've talked yeah, about. Wait, but there's uh, another I one. Wanna, I want to hear all about that. I feel like we you're talk, about I to talk about that over one. that. Tell, tell us about that. I, I thought we did because I talked about it. So this guy. I did? I vaguely yeah, remember. this is like. like I, but <laughs> not specifics. Was this last week? Yeah, this is our last thing. Oh, about well, last week I was not at my best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one was our outtake episode. Uh, to recap, dear listeners, who probably have heard this or perhaps will have heard this, um, this was a guy that, and like once I start doing the details, I feel like you guys would be like, oh, yeah, 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 we heard this. Um, I had been on a stream of, talking to people but not really panning out and then that particular day i was trying to do like a a little project at home the short version is is like i bought this super sweet like i'm gonna go all geeky super sweet like globe at a antique mall several weeks back before this i can't describe it but it's not the usual like globe if you think of like a little like middle school like this is where america is this is where like because we're all old and shit like this is where soviet russia is and all that shit globe like it's like super shiny and bright the globe itself was pretty dope the base it was on was horseshit it was just like somebody like saw together some plywood and stuck this dope ass globe on top of it and then like had it for a while and then somebody either themselves or their mom was like i'm putting this out for the antique mall to sell because this is bullshit. So I go again, many, many weeks ago, COVID, but like they were opening stuff up. So I was in mass the whole time I go to the same antique mall. I've always wanted a globe, but all of them were either like really expensive or they're like super lame. And this one was just like right in my wheelhouse. It was like affordable and it was sparkly and pretty. If you guys, I'm going to have you over and you're a C and you're going to be like, oh my God. So, globe, awesome. Like, the base it was on, bullshit. But I'm just like, for $22, I will fucking dismantle this motherfucker. I'm going to buy it right now. So um, I can make you, I'll help you make a base. I don't know how, but I'll help you make a base. Oh, thank you. Like, the base itself is fine. Like, like they decided to screw and glue legs on that were shit. So, anyway. um, And I could... 
by my Amanda, you might be wanting to like edit this because this is where I'm starting to lose the thread of my like conversation. <laughs> like I bought this goddamn thing and I used it or not used it, but I bought it and like a step legs off and all the stuff. And then I got stuck because the goddamn like bolt on it won't come off. But anyway, so this, <laughs> this is where this is where drunk Eric is so like you were talking about this. the eccentric guy that you said you told us about last week and then it turned into this globe story okay shit because that's not using <laughs> the same dude <laughs> anyway, oh no 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 okay thank you thank you thank you you're the best I love you you should keep this in because you'd be like Eric is an idiot here's why okay so anyway so I'm I look at this globe and I'm like, okay, I bought the glue dissolvent, like the, the goof off, like glue dissolvent. And I've got my little like screwdriver to unscrew it. And it's fairly coolish outside, but still, it's still warm enough that I sweat. I sweat out anyway. I sweat all the time anyway, but it was like cool enough that I was like, God damn it, why am I sweating? Like this isn't that hard. And I'm still getting bit by mosquitoes. Like, I did not anticipate because I was in a garage stall in my apartment building. And I was like, if I was on the grass, I'd be like, oh, geez, I should probably put on bug spray. But I'm like, I'm in a garage. What's the big deal? So these legs aren't coming off. I'm sweating. I'm getting bitten. And I'm pissy. I'm pissy. I'm so mad. Because I'm like, what the... At one point, I actually had to stop what I was doing, go upstairs, spray myself, put on, like anti like itch stuff because i i was bitten and and got the little welts on like several places on my feet because i didn't think i would be bitten in my in a garage so i'm just like angry at the world i'm angry at anything so this dude who i like kind of was interested like but not really like he was interesting and this weird like and he would appreciate this in this child Charles Bukowski sort of way, like he's not attractive, but he's interesting. He's just like, oh, hey, yeah, like let's hang out and like, let's go to this bar. And I'm like, you know what? I'm angry, I'm sweaty, I'm itchy. This project is not turning out the way I wanted to. Yes, I will go downtown and have beers with a total stranger because it's way better that's what's happening now. And so that's why I did. I went downtown and I went to this bar. It was this sports bar. And I was just like, oh, this is interesting. And this dude walks in about two. Like, I go in my mask and I order my drink. I sit on my table and take my mask off because that's the standard procedure for us now. Um, He walks in and I'm just like, that's the dude. And he looks about the same as his pictures. All right, right on. And we sit and we start talking and like, this is seriously within two minutes. I'm like, Oh, this guy isn't right. Like he just isn't right. You know, there's something going on with him. It's not, yeah. And this is what the last, last time I referred to him as eccentric, which he is. And he's harmless. But at the same time, he was just, I was just like, Oh, like this isn't like cutesy Tim Burton eccentric. This is like, (laughs) I'm going to have a beer. I'm going to get the F out, like, eccentric. Oh, wow. You know? Okay. So, and, like, honestly, like, you're going to have to go back and, like, listen to some of this, like, footage. Because I feel bad for our listeners because they would have heard this already. But short version was 
sort of uncomfortable, but not really. Like, just because, like, we were not on the same wavelengths as each other. Um, but he did compliment me on my tits, which I think oh, you guys okay. will remember. Right. Yeah, the tits yeah, guy. Yes. Yeah, the tits guy. And then and he put his hand on your knee. That's right. Yeah, yes. That's the guy. That is the guy. I don't think you told us all about the globe and the. Yeah, you you um, didn't. Well, yeah. on, on I, the, I think you in a shitty mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just would pretty much preface with was uh, I was just like sweaty and like pissed off, and that's why I was sweaty okay. and pissed off because my minor project wasn't working, and I was like itchy because I was bitten by mosquitoes and I was sweaty, and I went. <laughs> if someone's like, "Hey, you want to get off here and get beer?" I'd be like, "Why, well, yes, I would, please." So. Well, so I feel like you gave us a nice transition into some stuff that Amy maybe needs to talk about with your guy who um, was maybe like inappropriate and in how he was complimenting you. Because I know Amy has this guy who, well, I'm just going to let you talk about it. <laughs> how do we explain this guy? We're going to call him Mr. Fellatio. And I'll explain how we got this <laughs> So this is someone that I went to high school with. And he was a couple of years ahead of me. He was sort of way more popular than I was. Um, I only knew him because we were in some of the same activities in school. We were both drama nerds. He, of course, he was like speaking part drama nerd. I was like backstage put together sets drama nerd. So we're, we're talking about like the high school class distinctions here. So, uh, Fast forward like 20 or more years, I ran into this guy via a party at a mutual friend's house. And by party, I mean like middle-aged people having birthday parties for their kids kind of party. Like we were doing weed dancing kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, not exciting stuff. So we sort of reconnected, and he invited me out for a drink. And I'm trying to remember how long ago this was. I want to say more than five years ago. So it's like, okay, cool. The popular guy from high school finally asked me out. So I meet this guy for a drink, and it could not be more painfully obvious that I have nothing in common with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, despite the fact that he's aged way better than most of the people our age, um, and don't get me wrong, he's a good-looking dude, and I hope he never, ever listens to this podcast because I won't give him the satisfaction of even telling him that. But, uh, so he and I kind of started chatting. It became very obvious whenever he bought me drinks that he was looking for something not serious um which mm -hmm. I don't really go in for that but it was kind of like well you know just because I don't want to date him maybe I'll just kind of be friends with him have someone to hang out with do stuff if I ever need an emergency date he would probably do nicely that kind of thing mm -hmm. so um so yeah I, I met this guy at a bar we we uh, started hanging around and my mom knows who I'm talking about, so that's why she was like, mm-hmm, making faces. <laughs> um, so, you know, he and I were friends on Facebook. He had my phone number. Um, and, you know, just it was just kind of a non-thing. Non and then 
I sort of went through this phase in my life where I lost a whole bunch of weight, gained like massive amounts of self-confidence and, you know, suddenly he was, he started sniffing around a lot and I would get text messages usually about one o'clock on a Saturday night Mm -hmm. and they all pretty much said the same thing, which was want to come over for fellatio and I People are like, he really said that? And I'm like, yes, verbatim. That is verbatim what he said. I do remember this. I do I do remember <laughs> when this was happening. Yeah. And if it, if it, <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's funny because it's so sad. I'm like, I well, think. Well, yeah, and it's like, it's not a sexy way to like no, I invite mean, you I, over. He is not a shy guy and he looks decent enough that well my thoughts on this are he still sees himself as the hot guy in high school that doesn't have to work very hard that you know he doesn't have to make any effort and the women will just still flock to him like no dude even if I was interested in something casual you're gonna still gonna have to work a lot harder than that Right. You know, take me out but, to you know what? me, dine me, whatever. You're going to have to sweet talk me a little bit. Um, don't just crook your finger and expect me to come over like a giddy teenager. Yeah, and it's like, I can forgive the first message like that because I feel like he's probably sending a lot of those messages. Mm-hmm. But at some point, he should have learned that, like, you were not going to respond to that. So it's like, it's so lazy of him because if he really did want you to come over... He could have just, like, probably tried a different approach, you know? Right. And and at one point, he was messaging me fairly frequently, like, not just at, on Saturday nights at 1 o'clock in the morning. It was fairly frequently. And I remember I was at work, and he sent me a photo of, I don't know if it was, it was actually pretty funny. It, the, he sent a picture of this book title, and it was called How to Live with a Big Penis, so I wrote him back and I said, wow. I've been hanging out in the fiction section, have you? <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> I showed it to my coworkers who absolutely died with laughter. And I told them about <laughs> this guy and they're like, you just need to start having fun with this and just be as mean as possible. So it became sort of a thing where it was just like, the meaner I was to him, the more he came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. so it was fun for a while. And then it, you know, then when he realized he still wasn't going to get anywhere, then he kind of disappeared. He defriended me on Facebook. And then I ended up blocking him. Um, well, I, I stopped responding to his text messages. He stopped sending them. However, that happened. And then Right after you guys talked me into signing up for Tinder, he popped up as one of my matches on Tinder. (laughs) And, like, the day after that, I got a text message from him that just said, hey, how's it going? So then I blocked his text, then I blocked his phone number because I didn't want to go through all that shit again. Good for you. And then a few days ago... He started following me on Instagram, and the day after that, uh, which was like two days ago, 
he sent me another friend request on Facebook, and I actually came to you guys trying to figure out what to do. And dear listeners, I'm doing this for you. I (laughs) have fodder for this podcast to talk about. And within 24 hours of friending him, I got a message that said, want to come over for booty? Once again, (laughs) this is verbatim. (laughs) So I feel like I can slightly upgrade it because now it's, I've been upgraded from want to come over for fellatio to want to come over for booty. So I'm making headway. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) Oh my God. Very nice, Amanda. Thumbs up. (laughs) So that's my only news is that I'm trying to think of how rotten and mean I could be to this guy. I actually, um, I was talking with an, another guy friend telling him about the scenario and I said I almost want to find a way to to like if he starts making uh, overt sexual references or something I want to make a re- make a joke about okay I'll come over but do I get to peg you too you know like like be really really obvious like oh I'm really kinky you're gonna take it and you know the only problem is I'm not entirely certain that he wouldn't be agreeable to it (laughs) right I mean yeah it's like that's that's not like a a super unheard of kink and you never know what what right stuff people are into so yeah he could be into that and then how are you gonna kinky I don't know it's not something that's ever come up because he's never it never really progresses past you come over and do things to me not we'll come over and we'll discover things together it's always like him demanding things so so speaking of of kinks I had a first and and I there's no judgment on this kink I'm not I'm not being judgmental. It's not a kink I'm into, but somebody um, had matched with me on Tinder and messaged me. And I, I guess I just swiped right, like from the pictures. And I went back to like, look at his profile and he had, he had very clearly like at the end of his profile that he was into. And I forget like what he called it, but it was like, basically he's into being treated like an infant like in sex, oh, you know, oh, and oh, what is that called? You're going to, that's going to, yeah, I can't me. remember what the term was. It's like infantile. I don't know something, but, um, and I was like, I really appreciated that he put it on his Tinder profile, just like out there and it probably saves him. So then I felt bad for like swiping. Right. Cause I was like, Oh wait, no, sorry, dude. But, um, you know, and I think, yeah, like when you have, a, I mean, again, like not all, kinks are that kinky but I think when you have something like that that could be a real turnoff for people I think it's really like I guess brave of people and then I think it's also smart to kind of put that on your right on your tinder profile not that if you don't there's anything wrong with that either I just you know I remember seeing that and be like wow okay I've never seen somebody actually put that on their profile before but I mean I've seen like stuff about being dominant or submissive you know right Um, I feel like that's a little bit more mainstream yeah. Versus a very specific, I mean, dominant and submissive, uh, that feels like it covers a lot of broad. Well, things. I think most people, when they put it, they're talking specifically about, like, BSCM oh, oh, yeah. stuff. Okay. You know, yeah. 
yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so anyway, like kudos to that guy. And then I'm like, oh, that's why you should read the profile. Because I, I was kind of like, I don't know. I think you, it's I don't think you should swipe right on somebody where like when they have a deal breaker for you right on on their page. And so I did feel a little bad about that because I just I don't know. I was just swiping, I guess. And he was cute. Um, so I think we have an article that somebody sent you, Amy, that we were yeah. going to look at. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but so a guy friend sent this to me and it is on demarge.com and it's, let's see, I don't, I can't find the date on it, but I think it's a fairly recent article, but it's called Beard Baiting is the Latest Dating Trend Australians Need to Watch Out For. So, um, I'm going to, uh, oh, they're talking about woke fishing and candy corning. I don't even know what the hell that means either. (laughs) Double for men. Beard baiting is when you grow a beard in order to accentuate your jawline or to hide a small chin. So I just, I kind of poked through it a little bit, but I didn't really read it. So um, basically it's the idea that men are doing things to hide what they consider flaws. And I wrote back to my guy friend and I'm like, women have been doing this for years with our fake push-up, with our push-up bras and fake eyelashes and all, all yeah. kinds of stuff. So, And I but, mean, just having like a, a haircut that frames your face a certain way, like... I don't really feel like the beard is that much different, and it's like... Yeah, I that I, I don't feel like a beard would hide any flaws differently than a woman would grow out her hair or color it in some way because she's going gray or something, you know? I, I don't know that... It sounds like somebody was trying to, to write an article to get... To get likes or something. I, I feel the same way too. Like it's just clickbaity because yeah. we all do something. It's just like what level of what level of artistry or magicianship or like con man or or con woman, you know, artistship is it? Like like how bad are we? How much are we like camouflaging or trying to to trying to project who we are, I guess, you know, like, and if it's a beard, Thanks. I feel like ultimately, unless it's this really crazy beard, like most people would be like, oh, you're growing a beard because your chin, you feel like your chin is not as strong as it should be, like, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, like, it's like you have a beard because you think you look better with a beard. I have, I curl my hair because I think I look better with waves in my hair. It's like, I don't really get it. It's like, that's just... Or, like, I wear the clothes I wear because I think I look better in them. And, yeah, they mm-hmm. hide my stomach a little bit. It's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just every everyone does that. So, and I think I think it's really funny, too, the picture that they use, the guy they use as having, like, the beard is, is John Hamm. Like, John Hamm has a perfect jawline. Beard or no beard. So... Okay, guys, I had to look up candy corning. So um, if you click the, there's a link 
um, like candy corning is hyperlinked in that article. It takes you to another article. And um, this one is saying that, uh, so with candy corning specifically, so I scrolled down to the mid article because there's a lot of stuff in there. But as for candy corning specifically, um, Heidi, who is a reference earlier, and I'll find her full name. Um, but Heidi breaks down the trend in two categories. First, there are serial daters who find it especially difficult to be on their own and are scared of dealing with the pain of their last relationship ending. So they stay, they jump straight onto the next piece of candy corn that they find. And the idea is that, like, candy corn is not good candy, but people eat it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and but so it's, it's like when you're eating... But okay. They've obviously never had the caramel apple candy corn. Well, yeah. So it's like basically you're dating somebody that like you know it's not going to go anywhere. It's not good for you. It doesn't even taste good. But like it's better than no candy, right? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I totally get it. I do. Um, and then there are. Then there's the other. It looks like the other one is like basically like you like the chase. You're not attracted to candy corn per se, but it's unattainability. So people are like, oh, I see red flags, but I'm going to try it anyway. Um, and so basically just people people being in relationships they shouldn't be in, either like for per- their own reasons and internal work they need to do or because the person isn't good for them. Um, so this article was by James Booth. And the woman Heidi that he's referring to as a sex therapist named Heidi, uh, I think it's Gee, G-E-E, so I'd pronounce it Heidi Gee. Um, so anyway, and but there's this really funny, um, there's this funny uh, meme, and it's this girl, and she's like reaching for candy, and a candy, candy corn in a bowl, and she's like, hey boy, are you candy corn? Because I'm not really enjoying the experience, but I keep coming back for more. And, um, and that's... <laughs> That's by a Twitter user called um, Violet Claire. So anyway, who posted that? But yeah, so funny. But I'm not. What was the other one? The other term, woke fishing. Woke fishing. I kind of have an idea what that one might be. I have an idea also, but I gotta have to look it up because there's no hyperlink for that one. Woke fishing. Urban Dictionary to the rescue. Yes. You know, that's Urban Dictionary can be a good a plus one and minus because I'll look up known terms and then the things that people, you know, thumbs up or thumbs down, like yeah. the actual meaning can be like thumbs down and some dumb it. Or even like it's just they're like, she did this thing. Like and they would in they would insert whatever like the terminology is. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't explain what it was you know, or, you know, whatever. Well, so Urban Dictionary used to be pretty good. I feel like it's, you know, yeah, I, more people. I, I, hear, I hear you. This one sounds like it would make sense. Uh, woke fishing is when a man whom is talking to a woman starts asking her vague questions regarding progressive causes in an effort to determine her interest level and then mirror her responses. Mm. Said man has no interest in the same groups or causes and is just trying to find commonalities with the girl to get into her pants. So, yeah, I mean, and I don't think it has to be gender. That's a very gendered way of describing it. I'm sure it could go for any and all genders, any and all ways. That's kind of what I assumed it was. Me too. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of the dating advice articles that we read are kind of shit. (laughs) Here, so this is kind of 
kind of relate it, kind of not relate it. Since I work in, in graphic design and do publishing and, and stuff like that, I used to always get the, you know, like Cosmo or Allure or, or whatever. I used to always get those so I'd have something to read on my lunch break. Well, I worked for a company that did a lot of, they did a lot of material for a very large beer company. And I remember it was right around the Olympics and this woman that they were putting in said beer company's apparel, which in this case was a swimming suit, they were photoshopping the hell out of this Olympian, Mm -hmm. this female Olympiad. I mean, she was not like one gold medal. It was like multiple gold medals. They were photoshopping her so that she would look more attractive. Right. And at the time, all I could think about is she was a fucking Olympiad. She's the best at what she does. Who cares what she looks like? Oh, yeah, you have to sell your product. So she must look a certain way to appeal to your target audience. I never bought another female magazine after that because I realized everything you see in those magazines is crap. Everything has been photoshopped to the point that it is so far beyond real that you can't trust what you're looking at. So. Yeah, definitely. I saw once this, like, I don't know, some video on YouTube or something, and it was, like, somebody took a piece of pepperoni pizza and photoshopped it into, like, this, like, really thin, quote-unquote, beautiful woman, and it was, like, not even real. It was, like, a piece of pizza. I think, like, maybe the face of the woman is real or something, but, like, the body all came from the piece of pizza. So it's, like, super nuts, like, all that they manipulate. And then... That reminded me, like, even not just magazines, but, like, TV. So I was watching this show with my roommate, and one of the women on there was, um, she was, like, jealous of the secretary of her husband, of course, you know. And um, she's like, oh, what is she, like, a size zero, blah, blah, blah. And, And my roommate was like... Like, I bet that actress who's talking right now is a size zero. And it's like, yeah, but, like, she's supposed to be, quote, unquote, normal. And so she doesn't say she's a size zero. We're supposed to believe that, you know, but she is. Like, there's no way she's not a size zero, you know. And so, but she's got to be, She we've got to connect with her. So she's jealous of the, size, quote, unquote, size zero um, secretary that's really the same size as her, basically. And then it just reinforces this idea of like a size zero, what that looks like being what we should all be. And that's not reasonable. I, I remember seeing an article and it was talking about the sizes of actresses. They were talking about larger actresses and they used Christina Hendricks as an example. Mm-hmm. And I adore Christina Hendricks. Yeah, she's great for multiple reasons, but they were like, she's a size 10. And I'm like, I actually called out the article and I had a link and I'm like, um, this is bullshit. She's actually on record saying that no one will dress her because she's a size 14. So get your facts straight. Thank you. Cause I'm like, there's no way, even besides her, like famous boobs, there's no way the rest of her. She, she has gone on record saying, yeah, I wear a size 14 and no one wants to dress me because I'm too big for Hollywood. 
And it's like, yeah, and it's ridiculous because I mean, she's and gorgeous, and it's like, shit. it's no needs to be have body dysmorphia when when you have no idea of what. Like, even the whole debate with Marilyn Monroe, like, I know they say she was a size 14, but that's like a, a a vintage size 14, and I have no idea what a vintage size 14 is versus what a modern, what that would be in modern terms. Smaller. But, <laughs> yeah, well, probably way smaller. And, and then it's like, well, you look at her, and she was curvy, and she had hips, but she was still small, and it's like... And, like, but the deal is, is like... They're so beauty, stupid anyway. This idea that like beauty has to do with like size is yes. is is really ridiculous. It's like um, you know, I mean, like there there are actresses that are absolutely gorgeous who are larger, and there are actresses that are absolutely gorgeous who are smaller. But like we definitely get fed this idea that you have to be small, you know, um, to be pretty, and that yeah, like fat is, is fat. Seen. Fat is not a synonym for ugly, but it is in our society. But okay. it shouldn't be. Or that if you're larger, you're obviously not healthy. Right. Or that you can't be healthy and be plus sized. Right. And I mean, also think about all the women who have like, uh, what I, I'm going to get the letters wrong, P, PCOS or whatever. I have um, that. Yeah, where it's stick ovary oh, syndrome. Yeah, and so a lot of women who have that have, quote unquote, extra weight. They can be healthier, like as far as what food they put in their body and what exercise they do than somebody who's thin. But like their body just works differently, and so they have like it looks different, and they have more fat. Um, and that doesn't make them any less beautiful or worthy or anything. But in our society, we're always getting these messages. I'm, I'm the lucky country. that mine only affects me from the waist down my my butt and my hips just keep getting bigger my my boobs unfortunately don't get much bigger <laughs> they're always the last it, it's it's kind of a known like the, the first to lose weight but they're last to gain it so man i think amanda bear mm-hmm. that this is a lovely time for a commercial break a- yeah let's do it okay <laughs> Sorry. What do we have? What do we still have to talk about? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't study for this. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Um, I'm good. I mean, I can update you guys on like, Dudorito, you know. Although I will, I will, I will put this in your, uh, in your brains. Like, this is something that came out of blue that he said, and he's also said more than once. It's not bad by any means. But it surprised me, and I have to give myself credit for being an adult, for not, like, being more surprised. Although he did say typical, like, rural boy, like, liberal, liberal rural boy, but still has rural boy values. But he said something in exclamation about how things are, and... In in a very liberal sense, but still a very conservative small town sense, he, and he said as a surprise, like God bless America, like, and I'm just like, did you just say as an exclamation, as a a a unprovoked or a a, a spontaneous 
exclamation. So I have a couple questions. So was he saying this like was was this a positive or was he like like or was it like a negative? Okay, because here's why I asked. No, 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 no. I see what you're saying. Like my dad says, "God bless America" when he's upset about something. He's like, and I and and I say, I say, "God bless it," and I think it's because um, I don't say "GD it." Like I don't say. Right, right. That because of my like upbringing, so like I'll be like, oh God bless it, and and it's like actually I mean like oh God damn it, right? But I say right. God bless it, and my dad who is from a small town, um, he's he'll say he'll he'll be upset about something, and be like oh, God bless America, and so I just think it's funny. So I want to know like how this guy says it and what. I, I... <laughs> I think it might be similar to what your dad says, and I have to say it blows me away because I've never, ever heard anybody say it in that context, and I am so thankful that I did not have a mouthful of food when he <laughs> said that, because I surely would have choked on that. But I think it was just sort of like, yeah, I think it's closer to your your dad's usage, where it was just sort of a frustration yeah. And again, not a very conservative frustration. I think it's just I like that's the way it's funneled verbally mm-hmm. for any of the situation that might happen regardless of the political consequences where it's just, yeah. it's just God bless America. And I'm just like Yeah, it's not <laughs> When my dad says it, it's not it's not political at all. It's no, just, no, not that political at yeah. all. It's just the same. And again, and just me being like and it's funny because my my actual like up until about fifth or sixth, I would say fourth grade or so, like I actually like grew up in like not rural but like suburban areas, like but like east to our fair city, like mm-hmm. where it's a small population where it was kind of countryish but not really. And then I got like sucked into like the dark recesses of like the urban's the urban area and not urban and like urban area but just being a big city where people are like f you i don't care you know and i'm like oh my god you people are crazy you don't care about anybody and now growing up and i'm like f you i don't care either <laughs> but for, and then in my my cynical old age to run into somebody who says something like god bless america like just says like Rrr. i'm just like the fuck did you just say yeah <laughs> Like I, I was staunchly. I, I obviously I would staunchly defend this person's right to say that to the end, regardless. But now having, it's so adorable and so sweet. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, are you, oh honey, what's the matter? Talk to me. <laughs> like, are we? What are we blessed in America about now? Because apparently there's something going on. Talk to me. <laughs> Yeah, so that's funny. I've I've never heard anybody but my dad say it, so that's really like cute. That that. Just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know um, who who said it, but I knew. I I've heard Lord love a duck. Well, oh. yeah, I have heard it that too, and I kind of like that because it's so fucking abstract. Like that's one of those things that somebody says that, and no matter how upset you are, you're like, wait. What? <laughs> like you, you kind of, everybody takes a step back and we're like, 
how does how wait how does one I've never, what I've never heard that one and I mean I think I only started saying God bless it like in the last two years because I did start say, like I never used to say like GD it and then I started saying it a lot and I was like oh I don't really like that this is, I don't care what other people say it but I'm like I don't really like that this is coming to my vocabulary and I am no stranger to curse words. I curse in front of my parents. I curse everywhere, here, there, whatever. I don't curse in front of kids, but that's about it. And, um, like, I curse in front of my coworkers. And, um, but I was just sort of like, I don't like that that one has come into my, to my vernacular. And so I started saying, God bless it. And then it's great because I can say that around kids when I am frustrated. (laughs) So, um, you know, I, I definitely... I definitely say that one, but God bless America. That's funny because only I've only heard my dad say that one. That's funny. I like it. I like it. So, like Amy, it. what's on your shirt? It just says "girl." Oh, it it says. Oh, Lake Girl. Lake okay. Girl. It's Lake a hoodie. Girl. Nice. This um, is actually my second one. I wore out my first one. So I'm on late girl hoodie number two. Okay. Yeah, I was just, I maybe, I was like, well, maybe you're just telling us your gender. <laughs> like, well, that, or you're an L.A. girl, in which I'm like, right on. Yeah, or I L.A. girl. One of my, one, my, my very first email address was Laker girl, and everyone's like, oh, are you a basketball fan? And I'm like, no. <laughs> No, it's lake, like actual physical water lake. Well, guys, I think, unless you all have anything else, which I'm happy if you do. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't even have any good jokes. I'm like, I'm fresh out of dumb jokes. Oh, we do have a little bit of listener mail I can yeah. read. Should I do listener mail? Yeah. 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 You got yeah. it. Let's do it. Listener mail. Listener mail. Listener mail. Listener mail. Listener <laughs> mail. Um, this is a little bit of listener mail that was some nice feedback. Uh, so I wanted to share it with you guys. It's in reference to the episode It Be Like That Sometime, which was um, the episode, Erica, when you were talking about you and Sir Panda calling things off. So um, our listener says, This was a good one. I'm sure there are a number of people who want to buy Erica a drink because we have been there. And the comment that, quote, this is what maturity looks like, end quote, struck kind of a nerve because we have all had similar thoughts while mourning a relationship and trying not to lose our shit. It was brave of her to put it out there. Ending on Amy flubbing a dad joke was a nice bookend to something that started very real and raw. Good job. So thank you to our listener who did not identify himself in the um, end. So I'm not going to say his name, but um, we really appreciate that feedback. And I agree. You guys did awesome um, on that episode. And Erica, it was like really awesome how you opened yourself up and just bared all that day. That's no no, uh, small feat. So thanks for being awesome. Thank you, dear listener, because that, that means a lot. Like, just because it it did and like to to use like not proper English it fucking sucked and for someone to be like yeah you know what girl that did suck damn thank you I appreciate that 
Well, I think on that note, that probably wraps us up for this episode. So um, we would love to hear from more listeners. So please email us at letswipepod at gmail.com. That's letswipepod at gmail.com with no apostrophe. Um, And then we will be back next week. So as always, thanks for listening. See you later, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Listener mail. Listener mail. I mean, I am going to edit this to have Garrett doing uh, I No, no, intro. I think it, it's exactly but, what it should be. I think it should be Amanda going, listener mail, <laughs> listener mail. <laughs> well, now I'm going to edit it so it's me doing that and then you doing that. So <laughs> <laughs>